Chapter 15 Close Call The day after the opening ceremonies, Louis went with Rose to her school. The principal had invited the mouse to give a speech to the students. Louis's stomach hurt. Schools made him nervous. The smell of a school reminded him of tests and assignments and being scolded by teachers. Plus, he was not used to giving speeches. I don't have anything to say, he complained to Rose as they rode their bikes to the school. What if I freeze up? What if I lose my voice? I've heard of that before. Stress-induced laryngitis? What if my pants fall down while I'm talking? What if— Calm down, Louis, Rose said. Your pants are not going to fall down. You're not going to lose your voice. Easy for you to say, Louis thought. You're not the one whose pants are at risk here. For some reason, he was not that scared talking to grown-up reporters or soccer players or the other coaches. But the prospect of speaking to children terrified him. In the auditorium, Louis stood on top of the front edge of a lectern, facing the students. Two hundred children of many different races and backgrounds all stared up at him, whispering and pointing. His paws were sweaty as he held his notes. He spoke into a microphone twice as big as his own head. It's my great honor to stand before you today. I... He was interrupted by a screech of feedback as the microphone was turned up louder so everyone could hear him. Sorry, the principal said sheepishly in the corner, adjusting the audio controls. It's my great stand to honor before you today. Louis began again. Everyone laughed. I mean, it's my great today to honor your stand. Everyone laughed even harder. Louis blushed. He fumbled with his notes and they slipped out of his paws. He watched them float to the floor far below. He thought of scooting down to retrieve them, but it was a long way down and back, and he decided to simply forget about the notes. Look, he began again, I'm not used to giving speeches. I'm not even used to being around so many humans. I grew up in a hole in a wall beneath a bakery in Marseille. Some of the students tittered. How many of you have ever been to Marseille? About a dozen children raised their hands. I was the only mouse who liked soccer, and lots of mice made fun of me because of it. I didn't like being teased all the time. They called me Louis the Looney, but I wasn't going to give up. Louis proceeded to tell the students how he tried out for the national team and got selected to be assistant coach and traveled to Paris and became friends with Rose. Then he wasn't sure what to say, so he said, Um, uh, okay, study hard, children, and always listen to your teachers. Louis saw Rose grimace in the front row. He realized how lame this advice sounded. Also, he felt like a hypocrite. The truth was that he had never studied particularly hard, nor was he known for listening to his teachers. But it seemed like the responsible thing for a mouse in his position to say during a speech in a school auditorium. Even more important than studying hard is to never bully anyone just because they seem different than you or weaker or smaller. He saw the teachers and some of the kids nodding their heads in agreement. Most importantly, he said, finally warming up to his talk, hold fast to what you love. An old mouse told me this once. If you love something, devote yourself to it with all your heart. Study it, practice, dream. It doesn't matter what anyone says or thinks about your dream. If you love it, you must pursue it. You must. There is a way, even if you're not a mouse. Everyone laughed and cheered. Rose beamed. Louis hopped down to the flat part of the lectern and shimmied down the lectern's leg to the floor, relieved that the speech was over. A number of the students crowded around him to shake his paw, say hello, or ask for his autograph. 
Louis looked up from signing his name to see a boy reaching down toward him. Before Louis could dart out of the way, the boy grabbed his tail. The boy ran out of the hall, dangling Louis upside down in front of him. You're giving bullies a bad name, Louis the Looney, the boy sneered. That's why I'm throwing you down the toilet. Louis had never learned to swim. Let me go, he cried. Let me go. He thrashed and squirmed but couldn't free himself. He was dizzy from hanging upside down. Rose came sprinting after the boy. She leaped and tackled him around the ankles. Louis heard the boy's chin smacking the ground. Louis flew out of his grasp and slid along the waxed floor. He tried desperately to keep his balance, like a speed skater who had lost control. Louis's paws flailed wildly. His eyes got wide as he saw the wall approaching fast. He leaned far to the left and fell on his side. The friction of his clothes on the floor slowed him down, so he only bumped against the wall instead of crashing into it. Rose picked up Louis and stalked back to the boy. If you ever dare touch Louis again, you'll regret it for the rest of your pathetic life. Okay, okay, jeez, I was just joking, the boy whined, still lying on the floor. Rose glowered at him and stomped away. That was fantastic, Louis exclaimed. What a leap, what a tackle. You could be an American football star. Rose grinned. It was pretty good, wasn't it? Louis had survived one close call. Were more on their way? Fame was bringing dangers he never expected.